truth seekers to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name's Jamie. My name is Bray, and we're two sides of the coin. We have a great episode for you guys tonight. John Perry, who is Designs by Perry on Instagram... He hit us up a while ago. We've been meaning to do this interview, but we get so busy. But we finally sat down and did an interview, and we're both really excited to bring it to you guys. It was a really great conversation that we had. Yeah, this is going to start the first of many in a series where we're talking to you guys, the listeners, and we want to hear your guys' stories. Definitely kind of a throwback to the original Art Bell show where people would call in and talk about their weird experiences and things that they saw. So we definitely want to bring a little bit of that to a little bit of our inspiration for tonight's episode. Absolutely. I think our inspiration in general is not just showing our own stories and talking about it, but also having a platform for others to share any type of experiences or questions or maybe weird things that you've experienced. Like we always say, normalize it. All right, Bree, let's go ahead and take a listen. We'll get right into the episode. Roll the tape. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Great. Awesome. Thank you for coming on tonight. Yeah, of course. We're very excited. Absolutely very excited. Why don't you tell us like who you are and your background? Okay, um, so I'm John Perry and my background, uh, I started in aerospace at a young age, uh, got in and worked my way up. So I was in aerospace for a good seven, eight years before they uh, outsourced the work and I ended up being laid off about a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of my story was actually before I was in aerospace. And there, there was one thing when I was after my career in aerospace, it kind of ended. But um, So what would you say that drew you to the subject and even into your work in general? Would you say, because you mentioned that you had an experience before you started working there. So yeah. do you think that um, there was something that led you into that? Um, you mean as far as the job led me into aerospace? Mm-hmm. No, uh, my dad had been in aerospace for about 30 years or longer. And I was actually, at the time, I was doing landscaping and, you know, it was killing me. So he told me, you know, there's an opening and I should go apply and see if I can get in. So I did. I applied and I got in. Um, to be honest with you, like before before all that stuff, like before I even had the experience, like I didn't believe in any of that stuff. I thought it was all science fiction. It was all, you know, made up people, you know, it was coming from people's imaginations. Uh Right. Didn't didn't care about it really. I mean, I did enjoy science fiction movies and everything, and but yeah, it definitely uh, definitely changed my outlook on everything. So you would you say that it kind of shook your beliefs as far as what's real and what's not are possibilities? Oh, a- absolutely, absolutely. That's awesome. That is, and it, it's interesting that you say your uh, dad worked in aerospace. When you said yeah. that, me and Bree mm-hmm. both looked at each other because <laughs> there's always that family connection. Who are people who are into things that have to do with space and stuff like that are somehow always sucked into it, especially <laughs> within generations of families. Well, mm-hmm. funny thing is, is he's he's had his own experiences, but he's one of those guys who you know he's old school. He's my dad's older, you know, in his late sixties, and he. Uh, he has come out and said it, but he still won't really talk about it, doesn't like talking about it. Uh, right. I know he knows, but he kind of is still in that, you know, that denial, that that old school way of thinking where if you talk about these things, you'll be shunned by the public and people will think you're crazy and all that. Absolutely. So why are you okay with being a little bit more public about it than maybe like your dad? Why am I okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because, I mean, once, once you experience that and you know what's real, it's... 
you know, people don't have to believe me. People can make fun of me. I don't care. Yeah. I know what mm-hmm. I saw, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I've, I've accomplished enough in my life where I don't really, you know, care about people's opinions, to be honest. That's good. That's a great place to be in. <laughs> so when did your yeah. dad tell you about his experience or experiences? Uh, God, when did he first tell me? Well, actually, you know what? He didn't. It was his, mm. my, my best friend growing up, up the street from me. His dad grew up with my father and they were good friends. And he actually told me they both experienced it while sitting out on the front, on their front lawn. They're having a couple beers, you know, just guys night or whatever. And my mom and his wife were in the, in the house, you know, doing whatever they, I think they had like a barbecue night or something. We were really, really young kids, you know, like maybe four or five years old. And I guess that's when they first experienced something weird. And so Mike is his name. Mike told me this first. And, uh, you know, my dad had never said anything to me before that. So I later confronted him years later about it because I didn't want him to think I was crazy or whatever. But, yeah, he told me they saw some weird lights. Uh, we live near a large mountain. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're close to a, to a military base out here. Uh-huh. So, oh, interesting. <clears throat> Yeah, so they saw weird lights, and you know, my dad being in aerospace, we we know what the military. We worked with the military, right, and the government, and commercial airlines, so we know what is what. You have trained he eyes. He said it, it. Yeah, trained eyes exactly. So he said it was you know not like anything he's ever seen, but it was dark. They did have a few beers, so he didn't want to go around telling people, you know, for fear of sounding like a, a drunk or crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, they even called. Um, so Mike called his wife out to come out and look at it because they were so like shook, you know, they didn't know what the hell it was. And she even, you know, to this day says she had no idea and it was weird, unusual. So that was their experience. That's crazy. So what is it that the moment that kind of made you turn and believe that like aliens are real? Okay, so that moment happened when I had my first, uh, my first and my only sighting. Um, was I'll, I'll just tell you guys the story. It's kind of a long story. Go but, for it. Uh, basically, what, I think I was fresh out of high school or in my senior year of high school. We were. Uh, I'm I'm an avid uh, fish aquarius. You know, I have a fish aquarium. I've had one for years. And uh, me and two of my friends were on our way to this local fish store uh, over in La Mesa, San Diego. So we we're on our way there, right? And uh, we go there. We go inside. We're there for I don't know half hour, whatever decide we're hungry we leave go down the street to a taco shop right and we go in the taco shop and it, the whole front of the taco shop's glass you know windows how most most little mexican food shops are <laughs> and uh <laughs> so we're you know i'm ordering and i notice like everybody's up at the glass and then even the cooks are coming out from back and everybody's looking out the front of the glass and going what the hell you know so i go and i look and there's these bright lights in the sky. And it, this is like an overcast day, but it's still bright enough to where, you know, it's unusual. And uh, I'm looking, I'm going, what the hell are those? Those flares? But no, these aren't flares because they're staying still. They're not moving at all. They're flashing on, bright, like really bright, like an orange-yellow light, right? Mm-hmm. Almost like a sun, but smaller. They're appearing disappearing and reappearing in different areas but very slowly and very calmly and this happened for god i don't know maybe 20 minutes 30 minutes Wow. Mm-hmm. and we're all looking you know like what the hell is this you know wow. it was unusual it definitely wasn't a flare there was no aircraft because all you could see were these lights and i've i've you know 
ever since then that's what really got me into you know even after that i was still kind of in denial but i started looking and online there, i see the same things all over the world and videos on youtube mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and some people refer to them as orbs but i don't like to call them an orb because i don't know if it was an orb it just looked like an extremely bright light in the sky right and uh, i don't know it just shook me i knew that that's nothing that we have you know i know that for a fact and yeah. it's not a military flare because i know how military flares work they stay for a little while but then they always come down these things stayed perfectly still and they'd stay on for a minute slowly fade out appear in a completely different position and there had to been god i don't know 15 or 20 of these things oh my just god. appearing and reappearing in different areas but in in like a similar area you know within a few miles of each other way up in the sky that's incredible so when when this all happened and like you're standing you said at this taco place and all these people are like looking at it like when it disappeared did everybody just go back to like normal or did people like sit there and talk about it like what was no i mean we were all everybody's at the front watching it the whole time and then they kind of just these things just super calmly just kind of all faded out after a while just it just stopped you know what i mean yeah like they just all disappeared into you know like they were never there so it's almost like these things were in formation and i don't know if they were communicating with each other or trying to communicate with i don't know with us or what the hell but it was definitely like okay uh that pretty much confirmed you know that was one of the major things that made me think, okay, uh, there's something going on here that they're not telling us about. Absolutely. Yeah. So would you say that other people that were there were pretty freaked out or saying, oh, it's a UFO? Um, or do you think people I were just like, oh, it's an airplane? No, I wouldn't say people were freaked out. People weren't really talking. There was probably, I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight people in that taco shop along with us three. But, uh, you know, everybody was kind of like, you know, what the hell is that? Nobody was like, oh, God, it's a UFO or anything like that. It was just kind of, it was weird because it was calm. And it was just kind of out of nowhere, you know? Just mm -hmm. captivated by the just, moment. Yeah, I'd say more, you know, captivated and just, in, you know, in awe of the moment. But it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't anything threatening at all, didn't seem like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean. Did you, after you had this experience, did you immediately go and tell people about it? Or is it something that you've always kind of kept to yourself until like a certain time? Um, I definitely kept it to myself for fear of being, you know, thought crazy or made fun of uh, for a long time. And, you know, that was before, but probably, I don't know, a few years before I got into aerospace. And then uh, once I got into aerospace, I, you know, it's never left my mind. Like I can still see it. And this was God, I don't know, maybe 10, 11 years ago. And uh, it's just in my mind, like permanently in my mind, like it was that. It shook me that much to where I can never forget it, you know? No, absolutely. Do you ever, like, go night watching or, like, try to have that experience again? Uh, I definitely do. I sit on my roof and I, I kind of live out in a little, not really remote, but it's a little further from the city. So it's a nice dark sky. I sit on my roof and I just look up at the sky a lot. Nice. I haven't really, I haven't seen anything weird in the sky since, but. I have been wanting to uh, get some of those night vision yeah. binoculars because oh, yes. I hear uh, <laughs> I can hear you can see some stuff over there at night. Yeah, we absolutely. The first thing we'll do when we win the lottery is buy night vision goggles. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting, though. Sometimes you just need one amazing sighting and it just it just like stamps 
in your mind forever. Yeah. And you know, it serves its purpose. So do you have any other things kind of uh, after that? I, I definitely do. Um, if you feel comfortable sharing it, obviously you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just share it. Why not? Why the hell not? <laughs> I've not really told pretty much anybody about this experience because I don't, I really don't know and I don't understand it myself. Right. Yeah. So that was the only sighting I've ever had, right? That was the only weird stuff I've ever seen. But mm -hmm. I knew when I saw that, I knew what was up. Um, and I also believe that these things, you know, they obviously have the ability to cloak themselves. Mm -hmm. They're far superior to us. Uh, I think the guys like Luis Elizondo and those guys are coming forward now and finally, you know, saying, saying that and everything uh, with all the, you know, revelations with the Pentagon coming mm -hmm. out. Yeah. So one night, I don't know, do you guys know about uh, uh, sleep paralysis and all that? Of course. Yes, okay, so absolutely. I don't know. So I don't know a whole lot about it, but we actually sort of covered it on our last episode a little bit. But um, we yeah. also talked about it a lot on Not Your Pastors podcast too. Yeah, okay. absolutely. so absolutely, sleep paralysis is, is a huge, huge thing that happens. So we kind of understand it. Okay, so I was, you know, I lived in my house by myself at the time, and uh, it was, you know, middle of the night, and. I was laying in bed and I, I woke up, I had my door wide open to my bedroom. I always left it open. So if, you know, something happened, I could hear, you know, down the hallway or whatever. And the way I had my bed positioned, it faces going down the hallway. So it's pitch black in there in the middle of the night. I woke up for whatever reason, but I woke up in absolute fear. Uh, fear like I've not really ever felt in my life. And I've been through some, you know, pretty crazy experiences, but uh, just complete fear and I couldn't move. I couldn't move at all. I could breathe, but I just, I couldn't move. I couldn't get myself to move, but I could open my eyes, right? So I remember looking down my hallway and I, I could, like, I didn't see anything, right? I just saw nothing, mm -hmm. but I had the fear of God in me. <laughs> and I, I, it was almost weird. It was almost like I could feel the presence of something, but I couldn't see anything. So that's why I didn't know if maybe this is just a condition of a sleep paralysis. This is the only time I've ever had it too. And I, I've oftentimes wondered if maybe, because I believe in the whole consciousness, consciousness thing is connected to these. Yeah. Yeah. If maybe I, if maybe I have in the past, you know, possibly been abducted, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't probably know unless I did, you know, hypno, whatever regression. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, but I swear to God, I felt the presence of like a gray, what I would call a gray. I felt it. I didn't see it, but I could just feel it. I could feel that fear. Mm -hmm. And from what I've read from other people, it was very similar. Uh, thank, thank God I didn't see anything because it probably would have scared me to death, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> probably would have had a heart attack <laughs> right there because that's fear like I've never felt in my life. Yeah. We, we have a lot of people who tell us like when, when they're in quote unquote like sleep paralysis uh, mm -hmm. that they have they, they have these like feelings and visions of like yeah. they know what's there. They don't necessarily have to see it with exactly. their eyes, but it's like they know in their mind exactly who is there and what is there. Not maybe exactly. why they're there, but they know that it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that kind of helps with when you're talking about, you know, sleep paralysis and how you think about it, sleep paralysis is just a name we give something that we really don't understand yet. Exactly. So don't necessarily think that it's just a medical condition because if you've only had it once in your life, yeah. then obviously it's not something recurring in your life. So probably a medical condition is not going to be something that happens just once. Exactly. That's so I, I that's feel the same way. That's why it was so weird to me. That's why I haven't really told people about it because I didn't know, you know, 
I have no idea what happened. I didn't see anything. I just felt, I just could feel it in me. You know what I mean? When you have that gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think as us as human beings, what we like to do is we like to put labels and put things into a box. So when you have this weird feeling that you don't understand, all your mind tries to do is rationalize it and put it into a hole of something you can call it. And I think that sometimes we have to stop our brains from thinking like that. Like, it's okay if we don't understand what it is. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's kind of like you're being new. You don't have to see it with your eyes. It's it's an extreme sense of knowingness. Mm. You just know. Exactly. That's how I feel. And I completely understand. I mean, I had the same experience, and I know it's hard to try to explain to other people when, you know, they just say, well, but if you didn't see anything, then how do you yeah. know that there was something there? Because, like you're saying, we have to give labels to things and Mm -hmm. put them in boxes. So if we don't have that type of imagery, it's almost like we just push it aside. But it's like you you just know. It's like 100% in your cells that you know. know, It might not have been even physically there. Um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, of course. Because... You know, I, now I've been researching this stuff for a good 10 years, so I've, I have a whole library on books, um, and all the major players are coming out now saying that this absolutely has to do with consciousness. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So these things might actually somehow, you know, interdimensionally mm-hmm. be coming here through your conscious and taking people, because people are talking about, you know, being floated through walls and roofs. So I don't have any of that experience. I've never, that I know of, you know I mean, that I mean? Yeah, that you know of. That, that, not that I know of. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't. I don't know if I want to find out if I have or not. To be honest. Yeah, no, uh, I, I understand that. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking that you know, these things definitely have the ability to play with your mind, erase your memory. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and the, the whole question. So my whole reasoning for studying it and so deeply because I'm telling you, I have like every book and I've read it and I've watched everything. Every day I sit on YouTube and watch videos, try to figure out what's bullshit and what sounds legit. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'm trying to figure out what the purpose is. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a purpose they're here, but they're not telling us. And I don't think the government fully knows. They definitely know more than they, they tell us, obviously. But I don't think, mm-hmm. I think people give the government too much credit because when you work with the government, you know what a shit show it is. I mean, it's literally fly by the seat of your pants. Same thing with the military, too. It's a little bit tighter, but it's really... <laughs> people give the government way too much credit. So I feel like a lot of the stuff you hear is total, you know, exaggerated bullshit with a little bit of truth to it. You know, maybe maybe 10% truth to 90% bullshit. Um, I mean... I can see that. And I've worked on a lot of programs with the government, so... I can see that. Military and government. Absolutely. So I have a suggestion for you. So you live down in San Diego, don't you? I do. Okay, so me and Bree this year are going to two different conferences down there that Uh are all about, like, metaphysics and space and aliens and all that shit. Okay. So in the beginning of June, we're going to contact in the desert. Yeah. Which is going to be in Indian Wells. So it's not too far from you. Okay. And it's an entire thing about, like, consciousness, and they have great speakers. Bree's, like lives and breathes it mm-hmm, absolutely yeah <laughs> she sounds like a great place for you to try to attend and well especially because you know you could start to build a community around you of people who have had the same experiences as you and yeah. so it'll be good because a lot of people will be there from all over but a lot of people will be there who are really close to you too mm-hmm. and then we're also going 
a, like a week later to AlientCon in Pasadena or Pasadena, and like yeah. that's kind of the more commercial side of it. But it's a really cool, fun thing to go to, and you should definitely come. Like you're in the area, yeah, actually, and contact would be good. I, I thought about that because now I do a lot of FX works so on the side, you know, like for music videos mm-hmm, and movies. Right, so yeah. mm-hmm. that might actually be. Quite no, yeah, definitely. Then Alien Con is for you. No joke. It's so commercial and so great. <laughs> so, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, so, after your sleep paralysis experience, yeah. would you say that moments after, if you remember, do you remember feeling any sort of way or even the next day feeling different or just super, super confused? Or is it something that just kind of really sat with you and you were very perplexed by? Or did you not think about it for like years later? Yeah. No, so definitely after it happened, um, I wouldn't say I felt like physically different, Mm -hmm. but I definitely, it definitely was like, holy shit, what happened last night? You know, it was definitely, definitely something I didn't just forget or sleep Mm -hmm. off. That's understandable. Um, but I didn't tell anybody. I, I never really even told anybody that, you know, none of my <clears throat> close friends or anything, I, you know, out of, you know, they already think I'm crazy. So <laughs> telling them that would just, <laughs> would just, you know, give them more fuel for the fire. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that maybe you found yourself into other things as well? Like that could have kind of led you down the path? Because I, I can hear that after your experience, now you're really into the subject and you're researching it and you're on YouTube all the time looking at videos. And I think that's something that's really big with after people that have some sort of contact. Oh, definitely. There's definitely like a need to always know and just Absolutely. find out. Oh, yeah. um, and sometimes we're all just trying to search for the truth. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Everybody wants to know what, why are they, why are they here? Cause they are coming here. They've probably been coming here. Um, I personally believe that they probably have a part in why, uh, you know, we as mankind are here on this earth, you know, why this planet even exists, why our moon exists, because scientists are finding, you know, every day that none of it makes sense. Like our moon shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. It's really weird that this planet's the only planet that has life in our, you know, little area of space. Uh, It looks like Mars definitely had life at some point. Yeah. That was wiped out by what they're saying is a nuclear radiation from a nuclear fallout that can only be manufactured. It's not natural. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think there's anything else that maybe could you say that you've gotten into? Because you did mention consciousness. Is that something that maybe you also explore? Like maybe some spirituality or metaphysics, anything like that? Definitely. So... You know, especially now hearing a lot more about it. I thought it was crazy at first, to be honest with you. Um, my mother was always believed in spirits and everything. I feel like women can pick up on that stuff better mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know why, but I feel like they do. I never believed in it, right? I never believed in spirits. I didn't believe in any of that. But now I'm starting to think like all of this is connected. Absolutely. The consciousness, spirituality. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not religious, but I definitely think that it has a major role. So, yeah, I have been exploring it. I've been studying the Hopi Indian beliefs oh, and prophecies. Yeah. Um, I am part Native American, so Makes sense. I definitely am looking into all that. Uh, the Hopi actually, they knew about all this stuff. They yeah. knew about different dimensions. It's They knew about this thousands of years ago, and we're just now... Mm-hmm. You know, figuring out, oh, there is different dimensions. Oh, yeah. I think there's 11 now they found. Oh, there's probably so, more than that, but more than we'll ever, we'll sure ever be able to find. Wow. And it makes more sense that something can come in dimensionally than travel across space because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. 
In fact, it's it's actually almost impossible to travel for anything, even going at light speed. It would still take millions God, of years, you know, yeah. thousands of years, millions, you know, thousands, whatever. It's it makes more sense that something can come in through a different dimension somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they're far more advanced than we are. Oh, of course, but uh, I mean, it also all makes sense. The whole ancient alien thing. I mean, you look throughout our Bible and history and whatever, and there's tons of mentions of what I feel were extraterrestrial, you know, just makes a lot more sense than the, how the Bible was taught to us as kids. You know, to me anyways, I can, I can see the connections on a lot of things. Absolutely. So do you kind of feel like you've changed a little bit over time after this? Oh yeah. All of your kind of experiences and then now the things that you've researched, do you feel like it's changed you like beliefs and awareness? And... I wouldn't say a little bit. I'd say it's completely 180 changed me. Yeah. I was, well, I guess whatever you'd call a normal person. I was a normal person before all this happened. And I mean, I'm still normal, but now I'm just very open-minded. Uh, the The fact is, is that if this is possible and they are real, really real, which, you know, I know they are, that means that literally anything is possible. So you can't, you can't deny anything now Mm -mm. without knowing for a fact. Yeah. No, our our biggest catchphrase is everything's Everything's possible. possible. Everything Everything. and anything. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, to me, it sounds almost like this checklist that we kind of put together in our last episode. And it's kind of like, when you've had these contact experiences, certain things are definitely big indicators. Yeah, you check a lot I, of these Yeah, boxes. everything. I feel like your whole story thus far has been like, check, check, oh, yeah. check. Mm-hmm. And something I'm definitely into is, you know, the whole consciousness thing. And it's kind of like after you have these experiences, you just dive deep into all of these other unexplained things. And you become this completely changed person. And to me, it's like you've you've gained this broader sense of awareness. It's like you've woken up from a sleep. Oh, yeah. We're, like other people you know, that don't have, haven't, you know, yeah, opened up to that yet. It's like they're, they're sleeping. Well, we're indoctrinated at a young, you know, well, actually since the day you're born into believing one thing and doing what they mm-hmm. tell you. And, you know, it's basically, you know, what your government and society tells you, you believe and your parents. But, you know, what we know as humans as a society is pretty much completely wrong as you get older you start to see that you know it's not what mm-hmm. true what they tell us about a lot of things we don't know shit we're basically you know <laughs> basically humankind as general is basically just out of the stone age like we really don't know shit about anything we oh, yeah. barely know we know more about space than we know about our own oceans so no we're, we're big giant toddlers on this planet absolutely yeah exactly and uh i don't know that's you know there's a reason for it and we don't know yet but uh, it's cool that the stuff is finally coming out they're finally yeah. starting to admit um i wouldn't say we're having disclosure yet i'd say they're prepping us for disclosure uh, i think it's gonna come within you know next few years it'll come out i mean i hope so in all honesty but yeah i do we're too tiptoeing there yeah we're, we're tiptoeing. tiptoeing there i think this exactly they're yeah the past couple months they're getting the people ready because you can't just come out and drop that on people, you know. It, no. it would, it really would cause more panic than what Absolutely. people want to admit. Um, mm-hmm. Once people figure out we're not in control of anything, you know, we have we're powerless against these things, basically. And I don't, you know, I don't know if they're good or bad. Who knows? We have no idea. I'm sure there's both. Probably, I don't, yeah. You know, I don't know yeah, how many. Yeah, we can't slump them all into one thing. Exactly. The that's that's the thing is people try to you know make it cut and dry, and it's like it's not. That's what drives me crazy. Yeah, you can't pack. Package this into one thing. It's almost 
uncomprehendable, mm -hmm. I think, to humans. We're so primitive compared to these things that, you know, for, for all we know, they could have us on this planet. We could just be a big experiment. Oh, this yeah. could be like a zoo. Oh, yeah. I've said that a you million know? times. There's, yeah, I mean, that's, I feel that way sometimes. Like, is this just like, are we in a cage or what's going on, <laughs> you know? Sometimes it feels that way. So you said that you did like some F, like FX works on the side. So like yeah, when yeah. you're doing and like making those kind of creations, are you channeling mm -hmm. your like creativity maybe from like the experiences you've had? Oh, absolutely. Like kind of maybe subconsciously or mm -hmm. even consciously? Absolutely. So I think that kind of led me, thought, all yeah. that stuff happening, you know, obviously made me think more, caused me to be more creative, more artistic. Mm -hmm. It definitely led to me doing, you know, this work later on. This is just like a, a side hobby. I, I have a normal job working in uh, mortgage loans by day. But I've oh, done this I pretty, love boring jobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Super boring, but it, it definitely gets the bills paid and mm -hmm. we all have to do that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this At is my fun. Expressing. Yeah, this is my fun, you know, side business that I've been fairly successful at last few years. That's amazing. So it keeps me sane, I guess. But yeah, absolutely. I would say I, I channel a lot of my creativity from those experiences and others, you know. That's, that's good then. Awesome. Yeah. Just from growing There's up. There's definitely like a timeline to your story that I can see, even as yeah. far as to starting with your dad. I don't know how far back this could go. But um, definitely even just with creativity, I find that super common and people that have had these experiences and kind of turn on to this cosmic awareness and absolutely yeah so i think we both definitely noticed that with some of the work that you do and so it just kind of was very obvious to us and i think it's awesome that you know you definitely give credit to that do you kind of feel like everything's kind of for a purpose like it's led you there for a reason and um i do actually i really do um I don't know. I feel like if I didn't have these experiences, I wouldn't have done a lot of the things I've done mm -hmm. and accomplished a lot of the things I have. And yeah, I do think about that a lot. Like sometimes it's almost like, well, was this meant to happen? Like, yeah. did they plan this route for me <laughs> or like, did they set me up to go this way? Or I think about that a lot. Yeah. And, uh, it's you know, a, it's a common thread, I think. No, absolutely. Exactly. I think also like, I hear a lot of times this happens to people with Native American blood, mm -hmm. certain blood types, uh, people who are creative. We've always said it goes down to bloodlines. Right. It's, it, it always traces back to that in some way, shape, or form. So if it if that is true, if that ends up being the case, then these things are going for bloodlines for genetic purposes, obviously, because there's no other reason why, you know. Well, that's absolutely. Yeah, um, 100%. And I think it definitely isn't just your genetic bloodline but i also think it's like an oversoul it's your consciousness yeah. as well that's kind of passed down through and totally who's to say that your higher self doesn't plan this for you as well you know because you're just waking up to a greater reality more and that's more and true. more who's to say what's going to happen in the future and where you'll take it I, I agree with you i don't know it's crazy there's just so many different theories and things that you can go off yeah. of i've heard so many it's hard to tell you know what is what and i don't think it's the rabbit hole oh, totally. of this topic that you get sucked into. I mean, once you get on the topic, you go so far down the rabbit hole, I don't think you can So far. Ever it can go out. in a million different directions. Oh, yeah. it does. It's, it's so infinite. crazy how intertwined everything is, and you just don't... The more and, and more you look into it, the more you, more you see it. That's the key, is that I feel everything is connected. It is. It is. Everything is... In some way, it's connected, and you can kind of start to draw, you know, the dots or whatever, connect the dots, yeah. and see a lot of these things are connected. It's absolutely fascinating, and I think it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> absolutely. Time. I mean, yeah, I... I haven't had a you know bad experience that I know of knock on wood yet, so yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I could say yeah, it is a beautiful thing. So on like the positive.
positive note, let's. Yeah. What are your What are your like your final thoughts about like what happened to you? Like, what is your like? What did you come out with? What's the little slice of knowledge? If you could just put it like in a little nugget, what would it be? A little realization at the end. Just knowing inside my soul that we aren't the only ones here and that we probably never were. Uh, that's the main thing I walked away with. As far as the other stuff, it's probably all subconscious. Cause like I said, I didn't know, you know, exactly if anything had really truly happened or not. Definitely know something happened. I just don't know what, but I mean, that, that right there was enough for me just knowing. And now it's just the confirmation with them coming out and yeah. admitting, okay, you know, finally they're admitting, even though I knew it's nice to have them come out and finally say, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, we've absolutely. been studying the subject for so-and-so many years and put so much money into it. And you have the top guys like put off and Elizondo coming out now saying, yeah, you know, this is a real, this is a real thing. Uh, I don't want to give really any credit to Tom DeLong because honestly, <laughs> I, that I can see the whole thing. It's like if if you listen to Grant Cameron at all, he's super boring to listen to on podcasts, no, but he is great. very, yeah. very knowledgeable guy. Yeah, absolutely. Super knowledgeable, and he's I feel like on a lot of stuff he's right on target. Mm -hmm. But it's it's yeah. he's right. It's like they're just using Tom DeLong was a platform to be used. Yeah. For this to break, right? This was just another. Oh, that was like a publicity thing, yeah. just to to push it over, just to get it over to the news, and then they picked it up and boom. Yeah. And now it's like you know, it's how you don't hear shit about Tom DeLonge, and he's kind of like taking the backseat. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Which is fine. He lived his purpose. Yeah. You no, know, he did. He accomplished you know, he, what his what his goal was. He's, yeah. He's probably super stoked. I mean, I would be. Too. <laughs> oh yeah, he feels like super into but, it. Like, oh my god, I know all this oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and for all I know, he. He obviously probably does know a lot more than I do and many people mm -hmm. and that's cool I'm glad he does but now it's the main people are like put off that guy is like he's like the guy on Stranger Things that you know was the head of that yeah. that uh you guys watch that show mm -hmm. Stranger Things? Yeah, of course okay so he, he's like the guy that had 11 you know at the facility yeah. mm -hmm. he's that guy yeah. that's put he's off papa. basically mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. he's papa yeah exactly so he's papa kind of but maybe not as bad but yeah that's him. Like that's the guy who's in charge of like studying consciousness for the CIA, studying uh, psychic abilities, UFOs, all that shit. He was the guy at the weird desk that got all the weird X Files shit. That's the fucking guy that you listen to when he says something. He's probably not lying because there's no, I can't really see a motive for them to make that shit up. And some people want to say, oh, it's just CIA pulling a fast one. It's like a psyops trick or something. There's nothing to gain by them coming out and saying Absolutely. this stuff. This oh, was yeah. a leak. This wasn't the CIA actually coming forward and admitting it. No, this was a group of people. This was a group of people getting together who yeah. were like, I finally had enough and exactly. we're going to say some shit now. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Luis Elizondo leaked that video. He was not he was not supposed to put that video out like he did but they did take that video they edited it out so it became unclassified because once you take something that's classified and you edit it slightly it's unclassified now so that's why it's kind of weird and like you hear the pilots they're not using proper that's not how pilots talk so they definitely edited the video i do think it's legit like the footage it's definitely gunner cam footage but they definitely edited yeah. it and uh maybe voiced that over for whatever reason but it's I think that that's legit footage for sure. Absolutely. And that's that's actually old footage too. I remember seeing that footage yeah, a while say, ago. I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely older. Yeah, but it's cool they've they've come out and they you know th they did come out and admit, oh yeah, we do have a program, blah blah blah. So mm -hmm. that's just you know more confirmation for a lot of 
believers out there. Oh, for sure. So speaking of believers, why don't you uh, plug yourself to our audience? Tell uh, everyone where they can find you at. Not a whole lot of UFO related stuff, but uh, <laughs> my work is <laughs> Designs by Perry and that's uh, Designs by Perry, Perry with a three on uh, Instagram. You can find me and find my work on there and other experiencers or people I want to talk or can feel free to DM me and uh, I'll answer your, just let me know what you're you know, you're messaging me about and I can answer your questions or talk to you For about sure. it. For sure. I have to tell you, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you tonight. And I really appreciate your transparency. And, you know, we we don't really have anything to expect when we talk to people. And yeah. I just feel like it, it was just really awesome getting to speak with you Thank and you. knowing what you're about. Yeah, your and, story was really great. Yeah, you're definitely someone that I would put into the common category of experiencers. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think you have a lot of the same things going on. And, you know, it, I know it takes a lot of courage to come out and tell your story, especially when you haven't been able to talk to your friends and family about it. Yeah. It's so much easier to... Talk to strangers. Yep. Absolutely. Just, just put it out in the world where your family isn't going to hear it or see it, and you don't have to hear the judgment of people or the that know of you. People. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. And you know that's what Jamie and I are all about. We don't have anyone else to talk to about this, so we put it out for the world for whoever the hell wants to listen. Listen to it. Yeah. And you know we're all in this together. We're definitely not alone. And so we really, really, really appreciate you coming on and, and talking to everybody. Yeah, of Absolutely. Course. And I appreciate you having me. Uh, thank you. And we'll definitely have more talks like this. Yeah. yeah. Definitely have some theories of my own. So. Ooh, start sending us DMs. for another time. Start, start sending us DMs, please. <laughs> yeah, I love, we I love can theories. start to get on a topic now that we have kind of an introduction to your story. For sure. Absolutely. But thank you again. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. You guys have a good one. Bree. How much did you love that interview? It was amazing. I'm glad you were super into it. One thing I definitely said a few times was that his experience and his outlook after is kind of like check, check, check on all of the lists that we've had so far. Yeah, definitely. If you guys listen to like our episode where we were talking about the common and uncommon symptoms of being abducted, it's funny how many boxes he checks without even really realizing it. And not necessarily just abductions, but experiences, experiences. and what happens kind of before you have experiences during and then after where you're left with where your mind kind of goes and how you live your life after that hopefully this encourages you guys to comment and talk to us and dm us and email us and come on and interview you and let's talk about these experiences again normalizing mm -hmm. this thing that happens that we don't know what the hell it is yeah and I mean, you could even just have one similarity and not all of them, but there's definitely a lot of things in common when when you're not just when you're into these things, but if you see something or even just if you question it, there's just so many similarities. It's crazy to me. I agree. Well, Brie, why don't we get into some shout outs real quick? Okay. Let's right off the top, shout out Covert Nerd. Mm. Let's shout out Brian Jackson. Brian Jackson, I know you passed a kidney stone and I'm sorry you hurt but we love you and we miss you. Um, shout out to Two Schmucks and a Mic. You guys did your 50th episode. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Um, Blue Alien Mystic, Frank Zen for always chatting with us. 
Also, big giant shout out to Raya. You know who you are, we love you. You are a strong, beautiful, gorgeous goddess of a woman and we cannot wait to hang out with oh, you. Oh, we're so excited for that. At AlienCon. Yeah. I already have- Gives me so much joy I know, thinking about it. I know, I've already shoved my purse full of purse vodka for us. <laughs> so we'll be having a fantastic time, don't you worry. Shout out to everybody who watches us on live when we live on Friday nights. So shout out to Good Bad Standard Podcasts, Sky Gods underscore Galactic, Magic and Mediums, who we've been talking to a lot, uh, Phenomenal 01, Phoenix Heart Oceanborn, Robbie Burns 84, designed by Perry, who we interviewed tonight, Weather Traditions, Cosmic Rain, Gilbert Native Dad 27, uh, Zeta underscore KMZ, Batman Face Punch, Actor underscore Ad, Americon underscore Alien, Inspectinate, who is the person who suggested that Brie sounds oh, like God. Kim Kardashian. Um, he's become my stalker. Just oh want to let everybody know. Today he calls and goes, oh, Brie, you don't sound like Kim Kardashian. I'm like, thank you. He's like, just kidding. You do. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thanks a lot, Nate. Uh, Nate's going to be on soon, hopefully. He's going to come down and be on the podcast. He's a comedian. Or not, hopefully. Or not a comedian, <laughs> yeah. We're, first of all, he doesn't have a YouTube account, so I'm disappointed in him. Um, so yeah, shout out to all you guys who are on our lives. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. The more and more you guys tune in, the more and more questions we can have. Um, and like do a back and forth. We really like doing that and even talking about it on air. It's super cool. Keep sending us your guys' DMs and your emails. We're totally into it. Bree. Bree. What? Guess what time it is. Is it Factor Sci-Fi? It's Factor Sci-Fi. Okay, Jamie, hit us with our Factor Sci-Fi. All right, our Factor Sci-Fi of the day is uh, suggested from our Instagram Live that we were doing, mm -hmm. the Dark Knight Satellite. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Done. Um, so it's this quote-unquote satellite that's floating around in our atmosphere, our upper atmosphere, and it changes positions all the time. Like one day it'll be one place and all of a sudden it looks like it teleports to somewhere else. It's No one can keep track of it. It's not on like a specific path or anything like that. It bounces all over the place. People have a hard time tracking it. And there's been a lot of weird pictures of it out there. Absolutely strange. So I would have to say that the pictures kind of look like a weird black object that almost looks like a person sitting down. Hmm. Or like an old-fashioned vacuum. Oh, black. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'll give you that one, yeah. I'm going to have to sci-fi this one, Brie, and I'm going to tell you why. Honestly, it just kind of looks like space junk to me. Hmm. It possibly just could be dust. <laughs> Like just on a the camera lens. giant clump of dust ever that we've seen. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really convinced by it. I don't get like a spy satellite from that. You see on TV like when there's like a house fire and they wrap the people in those like oh my blankets. Gosh, no. It looks like like a fireproof like blanket that's black and crumpled up. I will say that per usual as our slogan kind of is anything's possible. Mm -hmm. So like there's always in the back of my mind, but I'm just when I look at it I'm not convinced by anything. I'm just kind of like, "Ugh, it could just be dust." <laughs> it I could just be. It could really just be a big ass pile of dust and we don't know what it is. I <sighs> I kind of want to be a middle bitch again, but I'm more leaning towards the fact side. Mm -hmm. 
only because I think it would have been identified by now. And I hear a lot of people that used to be able to tune into it. And there's a lot of theories that it was an old satellite that was monitoring us. And then now it's just completely out of commission. And it's just still it's just stuck gone here. Rogue. It no longer serves purpose. That but we it's know just of? there. I think it's a very strange object. It looks weird to me. I don't know. It's hard for me to just say space junk because we see so many different pictures of space junk that we know is space junk. So why is it this one that is so peculiar? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Middle bitch again. I, it's so hard for me. How about middle bitch towards the fact? I'm middle bitch towards sci-fi. <laughs> per huge to side of the course. coins, guys. We always have to think opposite. Yeah, what do you guys think? I know this was a question that, like Jamie said, popped up in our live. It's definitely both sides of the scale, but that's why we throw it out there. We want you guys to let us know what you guys think it is so we can yeah. come back with like a consensus of like what we all overall think is a mm-hmm. community, what it is or what it, what it isn't. Yeah, because of course you're going to find on the internet or on YouTube people that are absolutely just like... It's a satellite. It's tracking us. It's eventually going to be a bomb and go off, and it's just going to, like, blow up the whole world. You know, there's so many, like, so much fear porn accounts out there. Oh, God, yeah. That everything is alien and everything is going to take over the world. Well, per usual, the government wants to keep us nice, scared little human beings so we're easier to right. control. It could be something put out by the government. Like, like, it's literally let's nothing? Let's this out that's absolutely nothing, but it looks strange as hell, and just let the people freak out. We don't even have to do anything. We just sit back, put it out there. Just throw some pictures out there. And all the creepy-ass people on the internet will just freak out about it. That's always a huge possibility. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they do that kind of shit all the time. All those things that you see on the internet that look like super Photoshop pictures, it's probably just the government throwing shit out there, getting a rise out of people. Like, look at all the UFOers out there going crazy over this shit that we know is something we made up. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Brie, we're winding down to the end of the episode. And you know what that means it's time for? Conscious quote of the day. For all of our conscious folk listening here tonight, this quote is by David Icke, known for his When You Connect the Dots speeches. When you you connect the dots. He is, I understand a lot of people think he's so out there, but I also believe that the more conscious and tuned in you are, the more crazy you seem to other people. He says, the greatest prison that people live in is the fear of what other people think. Ooh. That is a quote to fucking live by, though, Brie, like on some serious shit. Yeah. I think that us as a society are so fucking concerned of what everybody else thinks about us. Yeah. Especially coming from the community that we come in where we're, you know, UFOers and truth seekers and the contactees and abductees and that Mm -hmm. kind of field. I feel like there's so much stigma around us. Absolutely. Considering, like, how much we know and we believe and how hard it is for us to try to portray that to people in a serious way without them ridiculing or making fun or, you know, cracking jokes about it. It's so interesting that this is one of these topics and fields where, like, there's so much negativity put on it. Absolutely. You're made out to be a freaking crazy person. Uh, Absolutely. All the time. It's such a joke. It's like, (laughs) And we are a little uh, crazy. Don't get us wrong. Like, yeah. we know we're a little bit crazy for all this, but we don't need everyone else in the world telling us we're crazy. Like, we know. It's not yeah. like we're trying to hide it. So it's definitely something that I don't think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that you've ever really had to worry about that. Mm-mm. I think maybe I'm the one that's had to worry about that, or I have worried about that in the past, most definitely. 
Yeah, I'm definitely not. It's like whatever. Yeah, I'm the opposite of shy, whatever that is. Yeah, I don't I'm even very know. Very outgoing and like uh, my fucks given are absolutely fucking zero. When you seem like quote unquote normal and then all of a sudden you have like really weird experiences and then it shifts you in a totally different direction and mm-hmm. then. All of these things come flooding into your mind of what now you've made up a different truth. It's kind of really hard to grasp sometimes. And then also just to live in that truth without feeling like, oh my God, everyone else thinks I'm crazy. Because that's what happens. You know, close friends and family, they just think you've totally got off, gone off the deep end or you're getting a little extreme. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people tell me, you're getting a little extreme. So you're a little out there. Yeah, so it's definitely taken me a long time to soak into the situation and not live in the closet most Mm -hmm. definitely it's been such a small crawl for me but ever since we started this podcast it's like the door's wide open and I'm just like your fucks given are starting to be zero so it's more like I'm I'm like standing in my own two feet like no this is my truth and I'm not ashamed of it anymore yeah especially you you're finally able to find your voice in this subject and really talk about it. And that's a cool thing. It's a cool progression that I've been able to see and kind of go through. And I think you can even tell from the beginning episodes to us now how open we are about what we talk about. Absolutely. And because you know that when you put something out there that people that know you personally are bound to see it. And I definitely had that fear of like, oh my gosh, all the people that know me on a different side are going to think like, wow, I didn't know that you were like this. Or I didn't know that you were into these things. Or wait you were abducted Mm -hmm. I definitely got a message like that like wait is this your podcast were you abducted like what happened you know and so it's just kind of getting over that initial fear of like you know what fuck it this is what it is Mm -hmm. this is reality and I definitely realized that if I want things to change if I want this to be normalized then it definitely starts with me Mm -hmm. it starts with you it starts with every single individual person you making that choice to live your life in that truth openly and outwardly Mm -hmm. and unapologetic Mm -hmm. absolutely i think that that's not only a really good quote but a super good piece of advice for people absolutely all right guys thank you so much for tuning in tonight yes thank you everybody thank you john perry for coming on absolutely it was a pleasure hopefully we'll talk to you more here soon Mm -hmm. um as always guys hit us up on instagram at that one time i was abducted send us an email at that one time i was abducted at gmail.com follow us on facebook that again we do not understand (laughs) but we're trying you can find us on itunes google play podbean soundcloud if you guys could please rate and subscribe on iTunes. It's unfortunately the only rating and subscribing that matters in the podcast world. Yeah. So the more people that listen, the more people that rate us, the higher in the ranks we go and the more and more people will be in. Absolutely. And the more people can join the crazy party and be like, you know what? Me too. Actually, uh, I know this sounds weird, but I'm totally on board with what you guys are saying. That's like the best thing I ever get from people. Yeah, that's the best thing. Yes. Yes. The closet weirdos. I love the closet weirdos. Since you're out there, I should just tell you that one time I had this experience. Oh my god, that one time. This one time I think I was abducted. Oh my god, this one time. (laughs) All right, guys, we love you and love you so much, guys. Good night. Sipping on gin and juice. Are we recording yet? Yeah. Are we really? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I legit wasn't paying attention. Welcome to the bath time. My truth <laughs> 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 I didn't even know what that was. 
I like that. A community bathtub. Welcome to the community bathtub. If you come to contact, we can all bathe together. No, it's called Hot Tub Confessions. We do it at night in the summertime at my house. Oh. I get you drunk, I get you in the hot tub, and I get you to spill your secrets. Ooh. Ooh, is that a new podcast episode for us? That's an amazing idea. We should do that for podcast the summertime. Confessions. Podcast. Hot Tub Confessions. Hot Tub <gasps> Confessions. We can start that as a new thing during the summer. You can be like, okay, so today is Hot Tub Confession, and yeah. we can spill something. Spill some tea. I like that. We do it because my aunt got really drunk, and she told us a story about how she picked up a girl by the back of her head in her belt loop and shoved her head into a dryer. It's horrible. That was during hot tub confessions. All right, Bree, can I tell you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> can I tell you what our factor sci-fi is today? Oh, my God. And you're really going to hate it? Oh, jeez. Does Bree <sighs> sound like Kim Kardashian? <gasps> oh, no. Fact or sci-fi, Bree? All right, hit me. Okay. I'm going to give you a fact because you do sound like Kim Kardashian. This is not fact or sci-fi. <laughs> your fact. No! That's not fair! You can't do that to me! Yes. No! Yes. You can't, Jamie. You guys, I want to know. This is so rude. It's so rude. I want to oh know. Oh, my God. If you guys Stop. think. Stop. <laughs> I want to know if you guys think if free. Jamie, want- you're the worst. <laughs> You really? Guys. You don't have a le- you don't have a legit factor sci-fi. That is such this, a factor sci-fi. This is a fa- <sighs> you let me have my factor sci-fi. Okay. Bree, do you sound <laughs> like Kim Kardashian? No. That is our factor sci-fi of the day. <laughs> I'm going to 100% fact it. I'm getting over a cold. My mom's so going to sound- fact it. I'm getting over a cold. Nate's going to fact it. I sound more nasally than usual. Half of the people on live also agreed that they you never sound said like that. Kim Kardashian. They didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Go back and read the comments. So many of them said it. They were like, <laughs> they yeah, you not. do sound like Kim K. Oh, you do sound like Kim oh K. Oh, my God. Bree, this is a fact and not a sci-fi. You can't even go down the middle on this. You can't be a middle bitch. You're sci-fiing it? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you sci-fi Listen, this fact? If maj- <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's an option. I hope that you'll pay for my vocal surgery then. That's why. I like your weird Kim K voice. I'm into it. Oh my god. It sounds so nice and soothing. Oh my god, I'm literally your, gonna slit my wrist right now. With your gentle nose. Stop <laughs> shut up with my gentle nose! <laughs> This is the worst sac- factor sci-fi sacked. ever. Sacked. This is the worst factor sci-fi in the That's world. That's fine. This is my factor sci-fi, and I decided to do is Brie. This is not actually a science Kim Kardashian. But you think it's science fiction where everyone else thinks it's fact. So what reality do you live in where you don't sound like Kim Kardashian? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is horrible. I thought we were having a legitimate conversation about something. No, just comedy, bitch. No, I just, just never want to talk. Perfect. Brie, guess what time it's... No. <laughs> <laughs> Brie. Brie. Yes. Do you know what time it is? You could call me Kim K from now on. Where's the real phone, bro? Nice there it is. You. There's so many phones now. Look at it. My name's Rihanna, and my constellation is space. This is the worst factor sci-fi in existence. I'm That's so fine. embarrassed. Good. I can't believe you did that to me. I know. It's like a form of... Torture? It's waterboarding. <sighs> yeah, I just want to like... 
Brie. Brie. Oh my god, Brie. Jamie? You know what time it is? I'm ready to kill myself time. Do you want to know what's next? Is it slit your wrist time? Brie. What? <laughs> <laughs> Brie. Brie, do you know? Oh, uh, Brie. Oh my god. Brie. Do you? Uh, Brie. 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 <laughs> is it time for our conscious quote of the day? I don't know. Do you feel conscious yet? I oh! do. All right, guys. We on an ultralight beam. I'm on an ultralight beam. This is a god dream. This is a god dream. This, this is, is everything. everything. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Uh-huh, honey. Bound. <laughs> I can't believe you played me like that on that factor Oh, way. yes, I did. That's such a I fucking I played you so move. fucking tough, you That's piece of shit. horrible. I can't even Listen, believe that. I love you. That's embarrassing. <laughs> you're embarrassing. That it, it is embarrassing when you're like, oh, I know I have one. I, I, and I'm like, oh, think of one. And you're like, no, I got one. It's good. <laughs>